Hey guys, this is Vanessa. Welcome to Coffee Connect. It's been a while since I have recorded and um, I just want to let y'all guys in on some insight of why. This podcast is a passion project of mine and I genuinely only record when I feel like I can give something with meaningful advice or insight or something that's inspiring me lately. And uh, I put a lot of care and a lot of time into each episode. So sometimes it doesn't always feel like if I was going to put out an episode every week, then it wouldn't necessarily feel like I was putting the quality or the time that each episode deserves. So I appreciate you tuning in when you do and giving me patience for the in-between time of each episode. Um, This is being recorded in my home, so I'm in my natural habitat with my dogs around, so if you happen to hear them bark, um, if you happen to hear me drink some coffee, because it is Coffee Connect, um, I am in my true form. So today's episode is uh, titled Thinking Things We Shouldn't, and I talked to a couple of my friends about this topic because it is so normal and it is so natural to kind of think about things on the daily, giving ourselves guilt trips that we probably shouldn't go down, spending some time thinking about memories or we live too much in the future and kind of create uh, a little bit of anxiety for ourselves that... Um, sometimes we spend a little bit too much time doing and sometimes we know we're able to overcome those types of thoughts but I wanted to dive in to what any and all of that means at least for myself um, and my journey with it so um, how funny it is we often think of things we shouldn't your mind can either be a prison or it can feel like freedom So long ago, it feels like I had an awakening. I left my job at Gold's and I was basically hermited for months. I'm not sure that I could have gotten through that alone. At the time, I did have support by a significant other and he was there for me emotionally while I sort of just shed all my skin, licked my wounds, and sat with my shit. All of the things that I had piled on myself from my job, relationships with my friends and family, uh, and even exes, I just kind of sat and combed through, dissected for months on end in the between time that I didn't have my job and I was looking to find another. I felt like I had lost my purpose and my passion for my job, and I just wanted to take a moment to figure out whether or not I still wanted to stay in fitness and health uh, and if I wanted to ever work for another corporation again and really look at why I chose the relationships that I did with my friends, um, how my relationship relationships were going with my family um, and even a ton of reflection, you know, with the current relationship I was in at the time. But the majority of that time was really spent Uh, selfishly looking at my life up until that point. I didn't leave the house for about two months with occasional times where I tried to peel myself out of there just to kind of get some sunlight and move my body around. But for the most part, I stayed inside. 
And some people might have dealt with that a little differently. Um, They might have used different coping mechanisms or taken a different route. But because I call myself way more of an introvert than an extrovert, it made sense to me to kind of shell up and strip it all down in private because I never like feeling like a burden to someone else. And I felt like things were about to get very ugly and very sad. Uh, I felt very dark and stormy and there were moments that I reached depths I didn't feel like I was able to come out from. Um, And luckily uh, I did have some support from friends occasionally that could tell something kind of was going on and they did reach out and from uh, one friend in particular that we had a, a very meaningful conversation that I I do feel like was a turning point in my healing process but because there is nothing pretty about healing um I unfortunately became so inside myself I detached from my partner as well and I figured that in addition to his emotional support that he that naturally would include loyalty um waiting for me on the other on their other side of healing um while he saw the whole shit show going down that I was putting myself through, through just kind of going through many thoughts and things. Um, Unfortunately, even though I am still eternally grateful for our friendship that we did develop through our two-year relationship, he was not able to fully be the person I needed through what I felt like was um, an unbearably tough time. And to his defense, he was doing the best he could, and he definitely did more than I feel like many others would have. But because that was such a turning point for me in taking care of myself and evolving, I ultimately left our relationship, um, at least mentally and emotionally, uh, as soon as I came through that healing process on the other side. Um, and he did not want to evolve with me. He was not on the same path. And many friends and families, uh, family members, coworkers, um, won't take the time to do that same type of work. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't just because you um, sometimes feel like you're doing it alone. You have to be okay with leaving relationships and potentially a job that you've been with for years once you realize it no longer aligns with who you have become or who you would like to become. Um, That is just part of the healing process. You don't have to sit in a house for two months or even make a trip to Thailand to heal. There is no perfect way. There's no time limit and it's more about making the time to hear your own voice and know what your own voice sounds like. And those are some of the good questions to ask. Do I even know what my own voice sounds like? Or do I literally drown it? Have you you even labeled your own coping mechanisms if you do cope instead of um, listen? Things like um, food, alcohol, sex, drugs, fitness, work. You mindlessly, you know, do, do the mindless and you don't even know why you're doing them anymore. You just kind of go through the motions just to not think about your own thoughts and kind of face and deal with them. 
I feel like this is something so epically important to dive into because it helps with pulling back the layers of what do you want out of life? Not your wife, not your husband, not your girlfriend or boyfriend or your boss at work or your family, but what do you want out of life? It is yours. What do you want before this precious life is taken from you? Life is so fleeting. And today is so fitting to talk about this because a sports legend just died with his daughter. And all I can think about is how awful that a legend and his beautiful light, his young daughter, will never get to see her potential. But his life's work will live on and impact lives forever. It's like both opposite ends of the spectrum. And it makes me think about who I surround myself with and as trite or as silly as it may sound life has gardeners around you and they plant seeds in your mind and your body you are the ultimate tiller you fertilize what you want to grow or you decide what's a weed and what to pull out and I am a healer by nature I've always observed more Um, before interacting I've not always been good about protecting myself um, from absorbing other others energy while providing healing components but after a lot of reflection I have noticed I'm attracted to people that have really felt some things really been through life's trials and tribulations and it's challenging to separate myself from partners that live in constant turmoil or inner chaos because I feel like there's some type of attraction to feeling uh, a feeling of worthiness that I get uh, from being able to contribute to bettering their life by just simply being in theirs and helping them navigate their thoughts and hopefully making their life a healthier one. And that applies to my friendships and partnerships I choose to invest in. The problem is is I often care more about their healing than they do. And we all know that that's an impossible, impossible game. We all know that we can't choose anything for anyone. My daily healing practice um, is mostly through movement as I am a personal trainer. I love my job and it does give me a feeling of purpose. Um, But I do still feel like there's something other than my job that I want to invest in. And and that is a big reason why I'm connected to this podcast, because it feels like I can impact even more lives by getting my voice out there. But with my job, I feel like I am a body and mind architect for my clients and the part that still intrigues me daily um, after all these years is always the mind. Where do their thoughts and needs come from? And what would achieving certain goals bring to their life? What story have they been telling themselves um, that may or may not be true? And are they sure that it's their words or are they... Or are they owning somebody else's? Tools that may help in any, uh, in any form, whether or not you're discovering your purpose or your healing journey or your journey through movement and improving your overall health is um, 
get curious instead of mad or sad. Being in a negative emotional state um, will make you feel stuck. And oftentimes it's hard to dig out from. Um, Try not to ignore those thoughts and sit down with it. Give it a name, give it a face and speak to it instead of ignoring and burying it. Um, That's why I love spending a lot of time alone on the weekends and reflecting and journaling um, digging so much and digging into things that inspire me like um, like different books and different people that study psychology and study um, all sorts of mind and spirituality because that makes me feel more connected with discovering myself but also makes me feel like um, I have more tools to help others. Um, but that's why you need to try to figure out what, what, um, what can you do in order to connect with yourself? How, you know, or do you have someone else that is um, a significant person in your life that you can truly, truly get naked with, strip all the worry away and be able to talk freely you don't have to pretend, you just talk through your inner inner workings and your inner thoughts and you lay it out on the table like a puzzle and you start figuring it out for yourself and they kind of help you na- navigate through that process. Um, it's a beautiful, never-ending journey to unfold and whatever you need to do to be able to connect, whether it be through voice, music, uh, words, written words, touch, or simple eye contact, whatever you need to feel seen or acknowledged for who you are in the present moment and start opening up your healing journey and becoming the most genuine self, do that. Make it happen. Ask for it with no apologies. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the inner healing work. It's what connects us to the most genuine self and getting the most out of life and I truly believe by me taking the time to do it for myself I can help share what I've gone through and what I'm going through in order to inspire more to do the same and that's what I feel like is important to connect with today I feel like I've found my purpose have you and how can I help Thank you so much for tuning in to Coffee Connect with me, uh, your host, Vanessa. If you feel like you've gotten something from this episode, I would love you so much if you gave me some feedback, and I would love you even more if you would share it, if you feel like some people that you love and care about would get something from it too. Thank you so much, and till the next episode, this is Coffee Connect and your host, Vanessa. Have a good night.